Hey out there, it's Shara Carruthers here and you are listening to the Live Like You Love Yourself podcast. So if you are new or even if you've been listening for a while, welcome. You know, Marie and I are honored that you've chosen to spend some of your time with us. And today's podcast is a little different to our usual interviews. Not long ago, we remembered that the reason we started this whole podcast thing was because we love talking to each other. And we love that we both have so much to say about what's happening inside and outside of ourselves and how yoga can be the foundation for all of the many ways that we navigate that. Some of you might be aware that Maria was diagnosed with cancer last year and she had an operation at the end of the year to remove some tumors from her leg. And at that time, the prognosis was really good. And the thought was that after the surgery, her focus would just shift to healing and the whole cancer thing might very possibly just be a thing of the past. But life had different plans. And it, had see, it would seem that the cancer has chosen to stick around for a while. And so a new challenge has emerged, a new question for yoga to answer, and a new and very different experience of what it means to live. And so this isn't to say that we're shifting the focus of the, our conversations or the podcast to cancer, but it is to give you an understanding of the lens through which we now see uh, the world and speak out into it. And so today's podcast is a conversation we had recently. It's our real and sometimes awkward effort to hold and to be with our questions and our pain and each other and you. And we started with a question about what the world really needs from yoga and yoga teachers right now. And we just let the conversation flow naturally from there. And where we ended up was with something that felt like a very honest snapshot of the moment, along with some insights about the moment that we're all experiencing as yoga teachers and students. You know, the best part of it is that we really enjoyed this conversation and we hope that you do too. And we just wanted you to know that along with our juicy interviews and conversations with folks that we find interesting and insightful, it's our plan to continue to invite you into more personal inquiries like these because they're where we're living from. They define and, and they're supported by our practice of yoga and living. And in all honesty, even if we didn't know it at the time, they're the reason we started this whole thing in the first place. is like a disgusting chocolate shake that makes you gain weight. Oh, right. <laughs> like gives you lots and lots of vitamins. I'm sure there's a better one, but it's like, um, you know, something more natural and wonderful. But um, basically, it, if you are below weight, then no, like, just eat re- eat well, but also just have one of these. <laughs> How many do you have to have? Just one or? I just, I just have one a day at the moment. Yeah. Not even one a day, but I, you know, yeah. So I just put some ice in there. It's kind of like drinking... Except it's not that milky, so it's yeah. <laughs> yum. It's yum yum. Okay. Keep the fat on. Is it working? Well, I guess so. Yeah, I, I I've gained a kilo in the last couple of days, so yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so strange managing this body. Like it's weird. Do you want to talk about it? 
Well, I can talk about it. We can talk. Yeah, because it's it's um, it's like I have to make it my focus. I've got mm-hmm. to feed it. I've got to sleep it. I've got to medicate it. I've got to, and then I have to choose what I want to do with my energy. And so, yeah. what do you want to do with your energy? Because you've got less than you did normally. So, uh, you know, it's like, well, I'm, I want to teach. So that's definitely, so that's that. So I'll come and teach and then I will lie down for like a two hour nap. I'm like a, a toddler, you know, you know? <laughs> and so you do something and then they're like vroom, down for a nap. And then this morning I, um, t- you know, another two days a week I swim, which I really mm-hmm. love. Thursdays is kind of up for grabs on kind of things, but um, yeah, it's about really choosing what you want to do with your energy and then, and knowing that the mornings are much better, but I feel, I feel really happy when I'm kind of a bit productive. So yeah. trying to get my, my little online course launched and uh, it's just interesting to kind of bring in my parameters and not be the energetic person that I used to be mm-hmm. and give healing. I'm assuming I'm healing. Like that's what I've got envisioning. So I'm taking this chemo stuff mm-hmm. And I have in my mind that this chemo stuff is working and that these tumors are stopping mm-hmm. and that, um, that that is all happening. And so, and that's taking some hard work. Mm-hmm. Is that mental, mental and emotional work? It is. It yeah. is. I have to stay with that positivity and I have to really create the conditions to cultivate that. Because if you go to the dark side, like if you don't and you get tired or painful, yeah then it's like I lose all hope. You know, it's a really kind of really interesting how quickly you can just go down the gurgler and be like, bring it on. I don't care. Hmm. I'll die. Like, that's it. And it's, I didn't think I would <laughs> let go so easily. Yeah. But, you know, you think, I just don't know if I can do all this work to mm-hmm. do it. And then you think, well, lots of people who have a disability do this amount of work every single day to yeah. just live. Hmm. So it's that, it's just that experience of, of having, I guess, having a disability is what it is. Does it feel like a tug of war or what is it, is it, does it feel like having to swim through something heavy to get like your head above the, like what, how would you characterize it? What's interesting is like, there's no one to fight. Yeah. You know, there's no one I can kind of angle against and get pissed off at or, or whatever. I, I, a little bit. Sometimes it feels like that. It also feels like I'm carrying the responsibility of my family. Like I, because they are hanging on me, like they not hanging on me, but yeah. they're really supportive of me, but they really care whether yeah. I survive or whether I thrive or whether I suffer. And so not only do I have to do this for me, but I kind of have to really put it in for them because mm. they they want this to happen. They want, they want it or, or me around. And so it's, that's, that's pretty good extra motivation. And it's incredible. Like their love and their care is incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, both kids call me, I have, you know, children in their twenties who check whether I've had a good night's sleep every mm-hmm. night, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. But does it, that feel, does that experience feel light or does it feel heavy? It feels both sometimes. Sometimes it feels really like I'm lifted and so mm-hmm. supported, so loved and so cared for. Mm. And then other times, uh, other times I, I, it makes me upset because <laughs> I don't like, because I don't like 
um, I like supporting them. Mm -hmm. So I don't want my kids supporting me, you know, but I mean, they do and they're great and I Mm -hmm. accept it and I love it, but I'm used to, I'm the mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I want to be the mom kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, that makes, that kind of makes me mad and sad and also happy. Like I'm so lucky that I, I raised kids who can do that and we're doing it together and we take, we take it on as a family thing, but um, I don't want that to be part of their life. <laughs> mm. Mm. You know, it's, I think for every kid, I'm just kind of thinking about my own parents and thinking about you with your dad. Mm. I think it is going to be a part of everyone's life. It is probably. You know? Yeah. No matter what. And to, I think maybe just not, just to have that privilege. I don't know. What was that like for you with your dad? You know, that's actually you just flipped it really beautifully, Shara, because because of course it was effortless and I didn't even I didn't take that on as like, you know, why are you burdening me, Dad, or mm-hmm. whatever. It was such a it was such a um privilege really to give back that love. Yeah. To be the person who could support him when he's dying and and uh and to be so trusted by him and so and so um like he wanted me there and and needed me there and and mm-hmm. so that was incredible you know that's an, what an honor and and a privilege so you just kind of did something really beautiful actually because like oh that's nice that makes it that makes me feel better oh that's good i was just talking about it because i i i'm sure you know that feeling is probably going to come and go and come and go you know it just it's just you know what it is but it is it is it can be nice to kind of dig in a little bit or unpack it a little bit and 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 it is I don't good know. It. it's good to flip it because yeah. i think we i think we can feel guilty and feel like mm-hmm. oh you know i shouldn't be but you you're not asking people to do something they are doing it and yeah. it's and love makes you do what you do like as if they're not going to do that yeah you know love love just drives you to do what you do yeah did you have that same ex- with your parents or what do you, did you? I don't, you know, I think it, what's what I'm getting a little present to is my, my own similar to you, my own um, resistance yeah. to um, being supported in certain ways Yeah, and just feeling into what that feels like mm. and how, um, how, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Reflexive. Like it's not something I think about. There's not a, there's not a, um, it's just so much a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I realize in, in feeling into what it feels like in my body, um, I realize how just ingrained it is, but I also recognize the feeling as a feeling that has, put me in places that I didn't want to be in the past mm-hmm. or I'm like struggling or I'm like, just, ugh, I'm just, you know, those when you're just like, and yet there's that, that idea of just let someone help you or just, yeah. just ask for like, that's the last thing that comes into my head. In fact, it's like, it's like this deathly fear of like, uh, you know, of like, well, no. because, but then it feels, I don't know, maybe it feels like dependence or it feels like, yep. um, 
and I in in our society kind of failure. I don't. I don't. Yep. Sure. I think. I think. And I. You know. It's so interesting. We've explored the idea of accessibility, and we've explored the idea of, um, uh, you know, that idea that can you do. Yeah, can you be this independent, fully blown person, or is it lesser to somehow accept support, or is it richer? Do you know? Yeah. I mean, does it open you to a richer experience? Because yeah. that is the cycle of life. Like it's going to yeah. happen at some point. Anyway, it's just that our culture doesn't value that. And and when I say our culture, I mean in the larger culture, but I also mean the smaller yoga culture. Yeah, you know, there is a there is that. Um, very able-bodied, very, um, yeah, it's a, a real bias to that capacity and that, um, yeah. And I, I think, I think we sometimes, maybe it is like coming into Sangha, coming into community. We talked, we talked about holding space. Yeah. We talked to Heather Plett and we talked about mystery and community being the mm. thing that support you. And that is nice. I like that idea of in mm. holding space that there are things that you have to let support you. And the idea of mystery, whatever that is, yeah. and community means that you got to let your people be part of your game. It's not just this independent show. Mm. And yeah. I, think, I think modern life is very isolating. And even more now with COVID, it sort of sticks you at your desk. You know, you reach out over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. There is some value to um, to these circumstances that that ask us to to really open ourselves up. You yeah. know, whether it's the value is is uh, you know is healing in some way. Or I feel like it's healing somehow, no matter what, if it's a lesson we're learning or, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm feeling it like it's making me think of when I'm teaching my students now. Mm -hmm. So I am, you know, I'm not able to do absolutely everything that I'm teaching. And, you know, I still, I, I teach a very gentle and accessible class, but some things I can't do or, or won't, I don't want to demonstrate and do during the class. I want to, I do them more quietly at home. Mm. My students are so supportive of me. Mm. It's been such an interesting experience, like to have created an environment of support for them and then to have been unwell or whatever, you know, go have surgery, go have whatever, come back. Mm. They're so grateful for the com for coming back into community and and they're so supportive of me. I mean, it is mm. it's incredible. So there's this mutual support that mm. is um, it's so beautiful and it's something is happening that is deeper than what was happening before. Hmm. You know, there is yes, it's still me yattering up the front, giving them an experience. Yeah, but because of the circumstances, there's a kind of poignancy. Because what I'm saying when I talk about suffering or I talk about accepting yourself or I talk about, you know, it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and they all know every single one of my students is carrying something. Yeah. You know, they're carrying their children or they're carrying, you know, their own disabilities or they've lost a partner or they're, you know, there's everybody's got, everybody is carrying some burden through their life. Mm which is why I think it's important that we don't just teach the physical stuff. 
Yeah. You know, that we, if we, yes, I think it's important to have balance and strength and all those things. I think they're really important and, and that, that makes it accessible and it um, gives you something to focus on. But at some point we have to talk about what's happening in our minds and in our hearts mm. and, and, and in our prana, in our energy levels, you know, like what are we outputting as opposed to what are we inputting? And, and, and again, I guess you're talking about like, can you accept prana from other people? Mm-hmm. You know, can you let them share some with you? Because mm. I think you can get it from other people. Mm. Yeah. There's a reciprocity there. For sure. I want like, I, as you were saying about how there's this, this difference that you can feel, mm. um, what do you, can, like what, 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 is it, what does it feel like if you can describe it? And if you kind of dug beneath what we understand, what do you, like how would you, where would you say it's coming from? You've kind of talked about it already, but even just a yeah. little bit deeper even. I know. I'm trying to get the feeling of it. Like, like, you know, my, my goal in my class is to get people to, to feel their own stuff, like not perform the stuff. I don't want them to execute the poses and, 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 you know, do this, do that. And correct. You did that. I want them to really feel their breath. I want them to be receptive to the fact that okay, now my inhale's coming. So now I'm going to do something rising and expansive. And mm-hmm. now my exhale is coming. And so I'm going to do something contracting and, um, uh, you know, grounding, I guess, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And so I'm, I'm always trying to get them to tune away from me and my verbal instructions, which of course I overload them with, you know, do this, do this, do that. And then I want, and then I'm like, okay, now do it yourself. <laughs> so you've got to give them that time yeah. to do that. But, um, but I can feel it all the more when I'm giving them themselves. I'm like, I, I, I want you to do this for yourself. I need you to feel in for yourself because this is how you nourish yourself. And, and when I'm saying it, maybe I'm imagining it, maybe nothing's happening in the world. It's all absolutely the same. But for me, it feels like they really hear that. Mm. They hear how important that is, that this is, this is like them tapping into some deep resource that they, that they need Mm. and that, that will carry them through whatever they're going through right now. And that will carry them through if they're going to have to go through something like what I'm going through. And, and it's what's carrying me through what I'm going through, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's, so I, you know, I could be completely imagining it and having myself a good old time. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think so. I wouldn't imagine you'd talk about it if it was just imagined, you know? Well, but it feels like, it feels like when I say those things that, 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 yeah, it isn't just, it isn't just an instruction now. It's like an essential thing. It's like, no, tap in, you know, now there's no better time than now. And this is, this is yours. This mm. is mine. And in, in a way, we're here together. And I love coming together in a sangha. And I say that all the time. It's so nice to do this together. But you're actually doing it by yourself. Like, it's mm. really yours. So it's, it's your experience of your breath, of your body, of your... And we're here supporting each other because we're all raggedy-taggedy humans who are, you know, doing the best we can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's a beauty to that, I think. But, um, you know, there's definitely, there's definitely, 
it's, there's been such a, I just can't believe how sweet the community of students have been mm. and how it's hard to say, like they're really respectful. Like they're not over the top either. You know, if you have been in, you know, what can I do or whatever? And I'm like, just be normal. And they, and that what they can feel is that that's what we want. We just mm-hmm. want it to be, to me, what it is normally us coming together is exactly what I want. Yeah. I don't want anything special because the, what it is, is what it is. Mm. That's the juice. We've been doing it. We just got it back. So let's do it. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep doing it. Let's, let's try the best we can. Like, you know, yes, I have a dry mouth. Like I've got, you know, I'm on meds. So I've got to be sipping away at my drink, like ridiculously. And, and, you know, they're all like, yeah, whatever, you know? <laughs> so they're, but I feel that, I feel that like you do what you need to do. And, uh, to get this out because this is important and we want this and we're here. Yeah. So there's that kind of commitment on their part, like whatever it takes for you to do this, I, I, we got you. We'll be here. Yeah. And it's, um, it's very generous. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it yeah. I mean, can you, can you feel the way that you've created that? I can kind of, I mean, I, I think that it's, I think that had I been teaching, so maybe you can answer that too about your own mm. classes, you know. I think if I'd been teaching a certain way where it was like, come in and then I just drive them, you know, run them through the routine and off we go. Yeah. Um, that there would be a different tone, but, but I have tried to make it, um, I guess, accessible is one of the words. Yeah. I've always, the goal has always been for them to kind of own their own practice, for them to, not just perform it, but to understand what they're doing with themselves. Mm. And so I don't want obedience. <laughs> and so that's always been the way. I mean, how does that feel in your class? You know, that... I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a, there's definitely an air of that. You've been with this, these people for a really long time. Yeah. And yeah. so to me, it feels like they're, they're reflecting back to you mm-hmm. what you've what you've sh- what you've shared with them or how you've you know that energy and it's yeah I'm like what's coming to me is just this um thinking about what a sangha really is like thinking about what a community really is it is and it takes a while to kind of create it doesn't just like it, it's not just there by virtue of the fact that you know x many people have got together in a space yeah there's a there's a i don't know there's a there's a a familiarity that grows there's a a mirroring of energy that grows and then it somehow becomes a um almost like a natural you know um, feeling of when there's, you know, there's a break in the circle or there's a weakening in some aspect of it. And then just kind of a natural kind of filling in of that, that, you know, that space or whatever it is like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, they naturally just respond to what's needed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I just think, I don't, when I think about yoga and I think about, who we are as teachers and what's um, what we're here to do. I couldn't imagine. Um, I, I couldn't imagine anything more than that. That's just it, you know? Yeah. 
that's what we're here to create. You know? Everybody's crying. I know. That's okay. <laughs> well, that's no, it's right. Yeah, it is right. And it and the danger is to get into that like money making. Mm. I'm going to churn out, you know, blah 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 classes and provide yeah. the service. And there's you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't. I mean, there isn't. There's nothing wrong with that except I think it's a missed opportunity on a lot of parts. And I think it. Um. And I, it's not like I even invest so much in my, the sangha of my classes. I mean, I rock up at t- when it's time. Yeah. I rock up actually really early. So at least 25 minutes before my class, because everyone's there early. And I, that's right. really been interesting in developing a community. Mm. So I'm, you know, they're there. They're there hanging on the veranda like ready. I don't know what these people have to do in the morning, but <laughs> that uh, it kind of happened with COVID where it was like, get a space. Mm. And it happened when I offered yoga to older people and they, and, and they, you know, when it, they just sort of turn up, like that's what they're doing this morning. So they're there. Yeah. So that creates conversations and little communities like on the veranda and they like talk to each other. And then, you know, somebody knows that somebody's not coming cause they've got a dentist appointment. They let me know, like they keep track of each other too. And, mm-hmm. and so it, there's a lot of, a lot of that sangha that has nothing to do with me, you know, mm-hmm. with each other. And, and, but I must say, turning up early is a big build something yeah. yeah just be spacious in the yeah. time around. available it's making yourself available to them like you, you when i think about when i think about the opposite i think sometimes about myself where i'm like <laughs> skidding right dreaming up look i've done that yeah believe me just as the class is about to start i sort of skid in i usually will hang out a little while after but there it's 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 I, I think your actions just speak so much um, to, you know, what you believe you're there to offer, you know? Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just, just being yeah. there. That's right. And, and uh, yeah, no, but we've all, we've all skidded up for the class. <laughs> Definitely done that. But, and, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I agree. And it is about how you think about it and, yeah. and what you want to offer. And I guess, I mean, I'm lucky in, in that I, Kind of am not doing it for the money. I, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of am, but but uh, you're you know, not watching the clock. I don't mind making money and, and yeah. having paid for my classes and things like that. But it, yeah. but it isn't. That's not. I, it doesn't feel like my primary motivation, and, and mm. so that way that I have other sources of income, and, and so it's. Mm. Um, it doesn't matter if four people turn up or twenty people turn up, or, mm. or it's it's. Um, yeah, and you can just kind of be there and offer what's there. Mm. And it, you know, that's also changed though. That uh, that now, I really feel like I have to have some. And that's honestly talking to you has affected me. I love how you have some kind of theme or something that you're kind of thinking about. Mm. And I think rather than just kind of teach a class, it's really nice to have some idea or some something philosophical, maybe or something. Mm. That's the way I, that's the way I feel. And that's the way I, I um, navigate the world. Yeah. Like I've really, there's been so many times where I've been like, I just wish I could be like Maria and like talk about the muscles and the this and that. But I think you also not just talking about like the body and what's happening, but you also just have this way of, of inviting people into their bodies and then giving them some understanding of in a way that they can really get their heads around. Like I'm constantly thinking about your 
thing where you you have where you're meant to be you putting your you're kicking your foot up and it's I laugh at that whenever I you say that you're pushing your foot up and you're it's like you're on the bunk bed and you're pushing Luciano Pavarotti right I love that so much but it's like these things connect people through to their bodies they do it's the same as having some philosophical theme you know it's like Mm. that's what we're there to do is to kind of connect people through some um some channel or some avenue that they can just go, yeah. Yeah. You know, they can, and it's just about connecting dots, you know, and just it way giving them themselves, like in whatever aspect, you know, I think that that's that flicker of recognition is them going, Oh, you know, I, I recognize myself and I, and I, I and I've learned something about myself, I guess, or I, mm-hmm. I know something about myself, which people like. Yeah. Why as teenagers, we did all those quizzes, you know, yes. introvert or an introvert, but we, we like that. And people have said that in, about, about my class, they've got yeah. learning. I feel like I understand about myself and, and I think not just on the physical level, but then mm. on the mental level of, of like, oh, look at my habits, you mm-hmm. know, Maria gives too many instructions. Look what my shoulders do and yeah. my mouth does and look what my breathing pattern does and my, and my you know, my thought pattern does, and then we can kind of laugh at it. And I could be like, and then relax. (laughs) I love that. Cause I feel like that's what yoga for me. I feel like that's what yoga is, is meant to be. Everyone has their different thing, but Mm. some folks feel like yoga is their escape. I'm escaping something. I'm escaping my life or, or even I'm escaping my troubles or I'm escaping myself. Um, but I feel like it's the opposite. I think we're there to learn ourselves. And I agree. And there's some there's some um, invitations that are easier to say yes to than others, you know? Oh yeah. And I feel like that's what we're there to do, you know, is to try to try to find those invitations and extend them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think I think that that's why a lot of people find yoga really confronting. Mm. I mean, maybe if you escape and you put yourself just through a physical routine, then you Mm. can escape. But if you start paying attention to what you do and, you know, what your reactions are to things or what your habits are and, and, and then, then it's quite, it can be quite confronting if you're, Mm. I mean, it can be great also, but it can be also quite confronting and, and uh, to get to know yourself. Mm. but it's such an it's such an amazing thing that Mm. you can come in and kind of do I don't know 75 or 90 minutes of stuff with your body and with your breath and it's that opportunity to kind of turn in Mm. and and see those things you know it's a very powerful Mm. process that doesn't have to go so incredibly deep Mm. but that creates a nourishment and a, and a re-anchoring to who you are mm. that sort of holds you together for the rest of the week or whatever yeah. it is, you know, that's, I think, I think, um, I think that's what my students would say that they were up to. And you're probably what your students would say they mm. were coming to your class for. You know. I'd like them to say that. I wonder, I have a, I'm wondering when for you, um, since you're since there's been shifts obviously in your energy and physical and all the rest of it mm. have you what was the question have you become more aware of 
certain aspects of your being. And what I, what I was originally thinking about was when you were talking about how you have to spend your energy now mm. and how that's maybe changed a little bit. I recognize how so much of our, I love this phrase, the idea that we're leaking energy because mm. we do. And a lot of it is because we don't, we're not, we're not so present to the impacts of that. But I wonder for you now, have you become just in this moment, you know, just in this moment in your life, sure. have you become f- more familiar with the way that you spend your energy and also just with the energy that certain aspects of your living require more so than you maybe would have been? Definitely. I mean, every it, like energy is so precious. It's really it's it's like giving me 20% of what I, you know, what I, you really, it's a lot, lot less. Mm. Energy. So um, it depends if I manage things well, then I have yeah. more, but um, I think the hardest part in the beginning was, you know, people hear you have cancer and then they want to come and visit you. Yeah. They want to visit you more than they ever visited you. And you're like, yeah. well, you know, <laughs> really get together for afternoon tea this often. And yeah. I'm actually dead yet. So, um <laughs> It, it was it, that actually had to settle down a little bit because that actually taxed quite a bit of energy. It was, and I think it was the drama of things and the, yeah. and the, there was a big scare when you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, you have cancer and it spread. It didn't just come out in the surgery. And there's, there's a big like, Whoa, that you go through. That is you waste a lot of energy on just the, I guess the Buddha's second arrows, you know, all those mm-hmm. that kind of, um, yeah, being going through all the stages of denial and anger mm. and all those things. So once that settled, and I feel like it has settled now, and mm-hmm. I had a friend, he came to afternoon tea and, uh, and he said, so what changed? Because a couple of weeks ago, it was all bad news. And now here you are. And I was like, well, I just decided to live. Like mm. I, I thought, you know, there's only so long you can be kind of the patient and sit there. And, and then I was like, no, I'm going to teach and I'm going to live and I'm going to do what I want to do. And that, and that's really where that question came up is like, okay, now what do I want to do? And, mm. and you know, who do I want to see? I want to see people like I normally saw people, which is mm. actually not that much. Like I'm quite a loner really. Do mm. you know? I mean, I, yeah. I, um, I do a lot of squirreling around in my bedroom and doing my practice and, mm. and coming up with, whatever. And so um, it's kind of, it's kind of come back to normal. And then, but then I realized now that teaching is like huge for me in terms of feeling competent, um, creative, like it's a real, I love the creative challenge of teaching. Mm. Love, I love and I, I, we've talked about this before that it isn't kind of an intellectual exercise that it's actually like a visceral, like um, you've really got to almost drop into your being and feel what they're feeling and, and feel the tone of the class. It's kind of a flow experience mm-hmm. so that you tune into what they need and how they're going. And um, you got to have an idea, but you've got to also respond. And, 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 and I love that challenge. Mm-hmm. And so I've been enjoying that a lot. And, and that's worth kind of expending my time on. And then swimming is another thing that I really enjoy spending my time. I just love the feeling of floating in the water. Yeah. And because I can't walk, like I literally, um, 
I can't really walk more than 200 meters. It's a real bummer. Uh, maybe I can eventually, but at the moment I can't. Yeah. So, um, not without I can, but then it would hurt a lot later. Mm-hmm. So I used to walk an hour a day at least. And so that's a real uh, wing clipping. It's just a really weird thing not to be mm-hmm. loping along. And I look at people loping along and I get kind of mad at them. <laughs> you don't even realize how much it, it is for you to be loping. Yeah. Know? Um, but so swimming gives me that loping feeling, that feeling of being fluid and beautiful mm-hmm. and um, in a way that I can't even achieve now in a yoga practice because there's a little bit, there's more pain around yoga. There's more limitation, I guess, in my body. And mm-hmm. things aren't just like, oh, it's so easy. It's, it's, um, it's a different experience. So that's a, a really beautiful experience. And then, and then yoga practice is also important and it's, been a really interesting experience to kind of change what I'm doing uh, or modify what I'm doing and not get mad that I have to, that I can't do what I loved to do. Mm-hmm. No, but my, I can't kind of, there's mm-hmm. things that I can't even simply like hugging my knees to my chest and like making circles with my knees. One leg is substantially heavier because I've got this lymphedema than the other. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it just doesn't work the same way. I've got to figure out a way to do it. Yeah. And instead of getting mad at it, I have to actually embrace the challenge of working out how to do it. And, a, and, a, and I've been thinking a lot about my lymphatic system and about how to move lymph in my body and how to, so it's, it's such an interesting challenge to kind of, and then how to move prana. Cause I don't just want to move lymph. I actually want to restore my energy. Mm-hmm. Things like sitting practices and breathing practices are harder because it's just more uncomfortable to, to attain those positions and then get still. Mm. It's still possible though. And it's, it's actually where I reap the most benefit. Yeah. So I, but I, you know, I have to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You get, it's, it's like what I'm, what I'm hearing and thinking about is, it's like a zooming in to um, it's like a zooming into, or, or a, for lack of a better word, like a um, amplification of experience. Mm. And so it's like, this thing is taking my attention now. So whereas before, you know, at some point, like this is, this is really interesting to me because I feel like this process is is a is like a microcosm of a macrocosm like Mm. these are experiences that are going on in all of us all day every day Mm. and yet they're they're because of certain things we're mainly able to kind of just ignore it or and or we just do yeah and yet when those experiences get expanded you know like the pain or the heaviness or the whatever it is when that gets expanded that's when we have to start that's when we have to tune in and begin to um, look at it and begin to learn how to process it. And you can't not like, yeah, like I've tried not believe me. I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to ignore this thing. And it just slaps you right upside the face. It's just, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah. What's, what has surprised you most about your, the way that you've met, whatever has come your way? 
Well, initially I thought I'd actually be better at it. Like I thought I'd be, you know, oh, you're amazing at being sick and da, 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 you know, it was like, cause I kind of was a bit euphoric after surgery and then, and then did get the like, oh damn it, it spread. So then, then it was like, and, and I think, I think I'm, I was kind of disappointed that I did flail around and, and waste some energy just being pissed off at the universe that that's, mm. cause I'm like, well, what, how can that be me? Like, mm how on earth can this be me? It's like, you know, so you do a bit of that, which is absolutely useless. I mean, you've never, ever is waited. It though? Is it just, is it useless? Like, or is it, is it like off gassing or something? Like there's some energy. I guess, it's off -gassing. I guess you could say that. I mean, it you know? is gassing to a degree, but it's, it doesn't actually get you anywhere. You, you know, it doesn't, it, yes, it's off gassing. Maybe you mm -hmm. might have some kind of explosion that potentially, might happen, but, <laughs> But it's um, it's just an inevitable thing that'll happen. Yeah. To anything and anyone, it's just that I get to kind of experience it a little slower or whatever. You know, I didn't get mm. I didn't just get hit upside with a bus. Mm, mm. That would have been quick. You know, that would have been. Instead, you inst and and there's also the hope that you know maybe maybe this is all going to work out and. Mm whatever. So you've got to also keep that hope alive mm -hmm. that, that, you know, the chemo is going to work and that it's going to be, you know, all that, but, um, but you, yeah, it's, it's sometimes I don't want to direct my attention. I don't want to do yoga practice, even though I know that yoga is actually the best way for my mind to manifest what it needs to do in my body. Like if mm -hmm. I, if my body is going to, do what it needs to do. My mind has to go there first. It's mm. got to be, it's got to, I've got to find that peace and that, that calm in my breath and that calm in my mind. I like, know I have to do that. And that is challenging. That's mm. really, really challenging. And I, and I kind of wish I were a little better at it. Mm. You know, I wish that I sort of meditated more. So I had a bit more under my belt than, yeah than I did do you know because yeah. it's because it's it's okay to meditate when things are good but when you're a little bit in pain and a little bit you can't sit and a little bit whatever mm. having having a, just a little more competency would have been kind of helpful <laughs> maybe this is this is so useful it's so useful to hear um and I can imagine folks out there too if what I'm hearing is that we have we have this understanding even about ourselves um that we're, i'm good i'm good i like i'm good at whatever like i'm good at you know practice and i'm good at whatever um you know and you look at outside of the world and you, or outside of you and you think well yeah like and i'm you know i'm good at making healthy choices and i'm good at whatever and yet just like anything it's a freaking pattern Mm. it's just another pattern you know and it's like i'll just i'm just in my healthy person pattern and i'll just be in this pattern you know and then the minute better than a lot of other patterns like oh certainly you know certainly certainly so get all self-righteous on it too and like be like you know i'm i'm healthier than 90 percent of the people <laughs> You know? <laughs> I think I've actually said that some, somewhere and I'm like, oh my gosh, how terrible is that? Like, I think it's because like, I think about yoga as wanting to, like we've said in before, like yoga is just about showing us our stuff. Mm. You know, it's like, 
here's your stuff. Mm. How you gonna deal with it? And all of everything is stuff. The healthy, you know, the whatever the patterns of, you know, doing your yoga or the this or the that or however we see it, it's all stuff. And yeah. what I feel like we're trying to get to is this ability to um, be detached from our stuff. And it's just like what you're talking about. It's as the as things come, I can I am adjusting. I am listening. I am doing what I am discerning. I am acting. I am. You know what I mean? Like I'm as the stuff comes at me, you know, the pattern is gone. So all I have is my ability to choose myself and it's, am I going to do it or am I not? And you that's know, always easy. Like it's not, yeah. you don't always want your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck that stuff. <laughs> it's like, hang on a second. This isn't the stuff that I wanted. You know, <laughs> other stuff was easier. Mm. I had, yeah. So yeah. yeah, you don't, it's, it's kind of interesting where you're like, hang on, I didn't choose this stuff. This wasn't yeah. the stuff that I signed up for. And that's, um, it, it, you don't have any choice but to rise to these occasions. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's you it. Even, floor, any resistance to me, any resistance, any judgment, any criticism, any, all the freaking stuff that makes us human is just stuff. It is. It is. And you watch yourself do it and you're like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> and it's, but then it's, it's also, you have to be really careful. You don't, that you don't criticize yourself either. Yes. You know, it's okay to be a human Passion. being that is flailing around and actually yep. has no idea. You know, that it, it's yeah. because it is, it's also not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's right. It isn't. Sometimes you can make it your fault, though. I know. And that's just stuff. That is just stuff. You know, worst stuff of all. It is the worst stuff. Yeah. I think, yeah, is there, was there some stuff, something I could have done or I don't know. And I think cancer particularly is, is insidious <laughs> for that. Mm -hmm. That you can think, you know, I should have eaten this or I should have, I should have, you know, gone and seen a psychiatrist or yep. let that go. Or yep. I, um, there's some idea that it's, it's it, there's some capacity for us to think that we actually can take responsibility for literally. Um, I know in my cancer, like, like a chromosome flips, that's mm -hmm. it. Like this little chromosome flips and then you get the kind of cancer that I get. Yep. Now what makes that little damn thing flip? And I've thought about it's the most useless question in the world. Yeah. What? Who cares what made it flip? It flipped. Yep. But it's it's a really dangerous place to go. Mm. Yeah. It is, and it's yeah. It, it's. I think about all the other things that we have to let go of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just right. That's just needs to go out in the trash, just like everything else. It, does. it really does. And it's, it. that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the practice of being human. You yeah. know, it's recognizing that it comes with these, 
burdens or I mean God I don't want to make it sound too too heavy and whatever like there's I know what you're talking because we actually take responsibility for stuff that is actually not our you know that exactly. we don't even have to take responsibility for yep because it isn't it didn't you didn't do it it's not yours you don't have to it's not just skip that that is yeah. you know you don't this is not for you to figure out it's happening yeah. stop all that you don't have to take that burden yeah. You just have to say, well, this is happening. Now what is my response? Mm-hmm. Not why, not, you know, what could I have done? Not yep. all that stuff. It's a, that's a kind of, that's actually assuming more power in the program than we actually have. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. It's, it, does, it takes you all kinds of places. Yeah. Oh, the places we will go, but not, <laughs> not we always want to go, you know, you, you do you feel have you are you present just outside of practice and whatever like you really present to how your yoga is serving you and in this from day to day oh yeah no i'm i am present it helps it helps quiet me yeah helps you know and sometimes i've thought it's it'd be actually easier to die than it would be to live girl i have thought that so many times you know i'm like bring it on i can do the stoic death Oh, fantastic. You know, that's so easy. It's dragging myself through this other stuff that is so hard. It's, it's, so it's, um, it, but then, you know, then it's, you know, I've kind of picked myself up like my own little child and go, now, come on. Yeah. And, but, uh, yeah. I, what makes it easier? Well, it makes it easier to, to say, are you done flipping like a fish on the floor now? You know, like you would do with a child having a tantrum yeah. and say, you know, I know it's hard and I know it sucks. And I've got friends who do this too. You know, my friends and my family who do that mm-hmm. too. Like there's so, when I just have a cry and I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, I hate this and I'm, I'm, you know, I feel really, really sorry for myself. That's, I'm allowed, they let me do that. Mm-hmm. But then, then you kind of have to go, okay, well, um, now what are you going to do? that will take back your ownership of your life to a degree and that will quiet you and, and practice helps. Mm-hmm. And whether it's practice in my body or whether it's sitting and doing some breathing or whether it's um, even sitting in meditation, which I've been doing a lot lying down. I do, I do some sitting up. I can actually sit up now, which is good. You know, yeah. But um, that feels, it feels really good. Not even that it feels good, but it feels like, I know how to do this. This is what I do. Yeah. Do what you know how to do. And it, and it puts me in a groove and I can feel myself calm down and I can feel myself embody and become present. And that feels good. Mm. And so it doesn't mean that I'm coming into some kind of mystical experience and it's mm-hmm. all you know, amazing. It's just at its very simplest, it's actually quite comforting. Mm. You know, it's like having a bath or, mm-hmm. or, you know, it's really comforting. And then, and it also makes me feel like a bit of a grown up. you know, where it's like mm-hmm. no, no. <laughs> flipping like a fish on the floor is not, it's wasting a lot of energy. This yeah. and feel that it's restoring my energy. Yeah. So I, it's not this tremendous output that I, that I am replenished in some way after that practice rather than, um, what's deplenished there must be yeah. a depleted yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah exactly so um 
that's the difference in the feeling. Yeah. Some part of me feels like, which is why I'm really loving having this conversation and all the conversations that I have with you. Some part of me feels like that simple description, you know, just, just being in your body, just being, just, it, 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 it some, some part of me feels like that's what life is. Like we convince ourselves that it's so many other things mm. or that it has to be so many other things or else we're not really doing it, mm. you know? Or it's going to be a bit more glamorous than, <laughs> yeah. than that, yeah. you know? It's pretty simple stuff. It yeah. is pretty simple stuff. And you also, you know, you really do tune into simple pleasures like a good night's sleep or, yeah. you know, really yummy food where your mm. where your mouth makes lots of saliva to eat it, you know. Where you're, <laughs> um, or, you know, getting together, I had the most beautiful dinner with uh, for my sister-in-law's birthday last night. And it was just yeah. so normal and lovely. And it was just lovely. And it, mm. these things, and you just think... Um, Although I'm a bit like, I just, I just love to death the people that I love at the moment. I'm like, they're getting so much loving because I'm just like, love you. <laughs> Anything else I've sort of dropped away. You know, that's, mm. that's, it's interesting how you just have absolutely no interest in stuff. Mm -hmm. In lots of things that deplete you, you're like, oh, you know, oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so done with that. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. that's really easy to let go of. That's feel unburdening. Those feel like the choices, like somehow this, this idea of discernment yeah. has really been present for me mm. of late. Like it's something I'm really integrating because mm. it's a, it's a, it's a big part of yoga. Yeah. Um, you know, something that you hear a lot and you also hear different um, versions of what it means. Mm. And, but to me, what it's meaning right now. Um, and I'm so like, doo, 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 like I'm so tuned into you know, my experience of it, it means choosing yourself. Yeah. You know, it means letting all of those things, like you're saying, letting all of those things that are just not doing it for you, like not contributing at all to those, to that, those prana stores, you know, um, in a way that you're choosing. Cause it's not to say that everything we experience is going to, is going to top us up. Some things will, you know, you don't some get things everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like this, that discernment is, a, is the biggest challenge of living, that everything that comes with it. And in a way, Shara, it kind of brings us full circle because we started with, you know, or, or our idea, I guess, I don't know whether we'd push record or not, but it was like, what do, what do, we, what do yoga teachers need to bring to the world? And, and part of it is giving people this sense of discernment, of of even knowing themselves to choose yeah. themselves. Do you know, I think, you know, getting that feeling of what nourishes you and what you really, what you love. And, and I think there's so much numbness out there, <laughs> so much kind of, and it's a protective numbness, like yeah. it's quite traumatic out in the world. You know, it's, it's so a bit of numbness takes people quite a long way, but mm. if you can, if you can feel and be alive in the world and, and, and have that, then, then knowing what nourishes you and being able to tune into that is, is actually uh, a real gift. Mm. And I, and I think you learn a, a lot about that in your yoga practice, mm. what, you what you love and what, maybe you, maybe you don't, maybe it's just me, but I, I find like 
you feel what gives you really visceral physical pleasure and what also gives you that lovely feeling of peace. Yeah. And, yeah. and of nourishment, but also you get to choose all the time within a practice. You know, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I am going to do that. And uh, you know, I'm, that's so, so there's that, that constant kind of discernment mm-hmm. and, but you, you need an orientation. Yeah. Why, what are you discerning? And choosing yourself is a beautiful way to put that. Mm. It's like, well, what are you discerning between? You know, what is the criteria for discernment? Mm. And, and to choose yourself, you have to feel yourself. And I think that's the biggest challenge for all of us. You know? Yeah. It's, there's so much between us and us <laughs> that we have to be willing to let go of a lot of that. Mm in order to get to that clear space of feeling Mm. so that we can even begin to ask that question, you know, what, what's good for me? Yeah. You know? True. Cool. Mm. (laughs) I know. We always come to something that's just, yeah. Well, that's, that's, it feels like it kind of came around to a nice circle. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Because in a way, that is that is the point. Yeah, that's what we're up to. Yep. And uh, yeah, you either get like this, you know, the speed program that I get, how <laughs> 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 to deal with it, or you, uh, or you get a bit of a slower road. But it's it's uh, it's still the same, the same challenge. It is for sure. Mm. Man. Mm. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, that, that felt good. It wasn't, yeah. I wasn't sure where that was going to go, but it felt good. Yeah, I'm glad because for me too, it's just, it feels like that's the way my brain works, you know, you kind of, you just have to work stuff out, like you have to talk it out, you know, yeah, somehow. to talk it out, actually, it really yeah. did. I feel clearer for that yeah. conversation. And, oh, good. And, uh, yeah, like I've articulated it, and it, and it's it's lifted a little bit of the clouds a, a, a away. Yeah, and I kind of know what I need to do, which is, mm. a, yeah, yeah, find refuge yeah. in my practice. Sure, that's that's like such a refuge for me that my practice, and so it's it's uh, it just always feels good. Now, what that looks like, whether that looks like me moving around or lying on the bed or whatever it is, but it's. Um, I know it's what I need to do. Mm. Me too. To choose myself. Yeah. 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 Yep. Me too. And there is always, there's often work to figure out what that is, you know, but it's worth it. I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And thank you so much for listening. We're really excited to be bringing you another conversation soon, which is a conversation that Maria and I had not long ago with Michael DeManicor, who is the director of the Yoga Institute in Australia. And we talked about, he's also a psychologist, a clinical psychologist. So we talk about mental health. We talk about COVID and yoga post-COVID and all sorts of interesting things. So you'll want to definitely tune into that conversation. So go ahead and subscribe and you'll get a notification when that 
episode is ready for listening. And for all you yoga teachers out there, just a heads up that Maria is going to be offering her yoga for older grownups training online starting in April. I believe it might be the first time that she's offering this amazing training online. She's been offering it for years and it's a fabulous training. So if you want details or to sign up for that training, go ahead and check out her website, yogaforgrownups.com for those details. And lastly, I am soon going to be offering my Elements of Yoga, Ayurveda for Yoga Teachers training online. Starting in April, we're going to be running it as a 10-week yoga sangha. We're going to be meeting weekly online. We're going to be talking about learning and working out how to integrate the concepts and the practices of Ayurveda into our lives and into our teaching. And you can find out details about that on my website, blissbodyandsoul.com. So until the next time, take care of yourselves. Namaste.